Hey, how are you? What's been going on? So I bet you're wondering why there wasn't an episode last week. And all I have to say is that I have no excuse. I have no excuse. I was just kind of busy and I didn't feel like editing and I just didn't put up an episode. And I feel like if that's what I wanted to do, then that's my prerogative. We already talked about taking breaks. We already talked about taking time to yourself and that's exactly what I did. So that's my explanation for that. I guess the only thing I have to rant about today is not wasting your time. Okay, listen, hear me out. Wasting your time It's something that you'll regret more than pretty much anything. Obviously, there's been decisions I made in my life, decisions that weren't good or things like that. But something that I regret most, like out of everything, it's probably wasting my time because that's something that you can't get back. Obviously, there's decisions that you can make that have really bad consequences, but there's something about wasting your time and not being able to get that time back that doesn't sit right with me. Whether you're wasting your time and you're giving energy to people that aren't reciprocating it, or you're just wasting your time on something that you don't care about, like a project, or you're just wasting your time trying to fit in with this friend group or get this person to like you, stop wasting your time. Do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy and stop worrying about other people. At the end of the day, the only person that really matters are the people that you care about and yourself. And at this age, being young, being teenagers, being preteens, whatever the case may be, I feel like we really need to value ourselves and take time for ourselves and understand ourselves instead of trying to be that person for someone else. Like we're growing so much, we're changing so much. And if you are constantly trying to be someone else's therapist, or if you're constantly trying to be someone else's rock or comfort, like how are you going to comfort yourself? It gets hard and you feel like you have no energy for yourself ever. So focus on yourself. Truly, I know that gets said so much, but trust me, I'm not going to go into much detail, but just trust me on that one. There's so many things in the past that I've wasted my time on that now I look back and I just feel stupid in a way. Like, I really put all of my time and energy into this and for what? For what reason? Like, yes, everything has memories, I guess, and everything has its ups and downs, pros, cons, all of that stuff. But most of the time, things are a waste of time. And it's really up to you to decipher what's a waste of time and what's valuable of your time. But I'm just going to say drama is a waste of your time. Rumors is a waste of your time. Relationships are a waste of your time. Like, it really is. It really is, especially like in high school and middle school, like all of that stuff, it's just distractions. Don't get distracted. Focus on you and what you want to do to be a better you, what you want to do to achieve your future goals. If you don't have goals, make some. Like, I'm sorry, but we really all have to get together. We really do. Like, make some goals, make some changes, make yourself into the best version of you that you can be and stop putting all of your energy into other people. They're using your energy that you could be using on yourself to better themselves. And what are you doing? Putting your energy into them and not changing anything about you to better yourself because all of your energy that could go into bettering yourself is going to them. You feel me? Rather than becoming dependent, become independent. I'm a very independent person and I love my independence. I love my freedom. I love being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Not in a way of like, if I want to leave my house at five in the morning, then I want to do that. Not like that. Just more of, I just like spending time alone and being by myself, like with no one else dictating what we're going to do or dictating where we're going to go. I just like doing things by myself. I love running errands by myself. I love going on walks in the morning by myself. I love going to the gym by myself. Like I really don't like going places with people because I just like my own, you know, peace, my own alone time. Because when you're alone, no one can disrupt your peace. When you're with other people, they can disrupt your peace. And I do not like my peace being disrupted. 
Also, on the topic of taking walks, the weather is getting nice depending on where you live. If you live in Australia or something, then it's getting to be winter. But if you live in the U.S. or somewhere where it's about to be summer, the weather is getting way nicer. Something that helps me is taking walks every morning or whenever I can that day. Walks around my neighborhood literally save my peace of mind so much because I feel like when you're walking, you're exercising, but it doesn't feel like exercise. Like if you go for a run, it can be kind of dreadful because you're panting, there's a lot going on. But when you're walking, you have your AirPods in or your headphones or whatever you have or nothing if you don't want to listen to music and you're just walking and taking in the warm air and just feeling so in tune with nature and having the wind blowing on you and the sun beating down on you and just walking around and just taking it all in and just seeing nature, seeing all the houses, like there's something about it that's so peaceful. And I notice every single day, I either A, go for a walk around my neighborhood or B, go to the gym. I feel 100% better. And my day goes by so much better than it would if I would have just woken up five minutes before class started. Going on walks through your neighborhood is such a great idea when it's warm outside. It helps so much, gives you so much peace of mind. It's just awesome. And you're exercising and you're getting outside and getting fresh air. And it's a walk. You don't even have to go far. If you just want to go around your block, fine. If you want to go through your whole neighborhood, fine. Whatever you want to do, but... That's something that I definitely suggest and it has changed my life. Also, just fitness in general makes me feel so much better about myself. Just going to the gym and just feeling the burn, all of those distractions and struggles that you're going through just kind of got the window and you're focused on you and bettering yourself, getting stronger, getting more fit or whatever you're at the gym for, or if it's just to clear your mind, like it really does help. But walking, that helps. I can be really mad and go for a walk and I'll come back and feel a lot better than I did when I left, I'll tell you that. So if you can, if you want, I would suggest that you do that because it's awesome. But really just focus on yourself. Like don't worry about what other people are doing so much. Get your mental headspace so strong that you can roll with the punches. I mean, if someone not responding to you over text is like breaking you down, then you need to work on yourself. Not even in a mean way. Like I hope that's not coming off being in a mean way. I just talk very bluntly. But if someone's not texting you back and you're like in your room in your bed, like sulking over that, babe get up, figure it out. Like something has to give. Like a lot of stuff of my friends more recently, like there's been problems with just friendships or the people that they like and things like that. And it's just like, if you are crying over someone and they're not even thinking like about your emotions or what's going on with you, please let's better ourselves. Let's work on ourselves because this isn't going to work. Like we cannot keep doing this. We cannot keep getting upset over other people's actions and what they want to do and what they don't want to do. Like if he doesn't want to text you, leave it at that. If she doesn't want to text you, leave it at that. Like we have to keep the ball moving. We have to keep going. Like it's really never that serious. Hey guys, it's Brooklyn here and welcome back to the Sit Back and Chat podcast. I have a lot to discuss today and I'm so glad that you are here to tune in to my podcast. I am your host, Brooklyn B, and on this podcast we discuss many things including, but not limited to, advice giving, life experience sharing, story time telling, self-care helping types of topics. But most importantly, everything on this podcast is 100% certified real talk. I post new episodes each and every Tuesday. I mean, for the most part, obviously there was no episode last Tuesday, but we're not going to talk about that. But just make sure you're here when a new episode is released. 
As always, my social media and the social media of the podcast is linked in the episode's description, as well as petitions for different causes and information on important things that are currently going on. Be sure to check out the link under all links relating to the podcast and the host. There you will find all of my social media, as well as sit back and chat social media. In addition to that, you will find links to every platform you can listen to the podcast on, and you will also find the Buy the Podcast a Coffee link. You guys already know the deal with buying me a coffee. If you want to, if you can, go to my Buy Me a Coffee link and support the podcast by buying the podcast a coffee at the price of $4. Podcasting is definitely not free and requires a lot of time, energy, planning, monthly fees, and pricey equipment. Donating to Buy Me a Coffee helps me continue to edit, create, and produce the podcast. If you like, and if you have the ability to, supporting creators by donating to their platform is a great way to show your support and keep the show running. Whether you can donate or not, listening, supporting, sharing, and referring are all amazing ways to support, sit back and chat, and it never, ever goes unnoticed, so thank you. I, in all honesty, do not know what I'm going to title this episode yet, so I guess you guys will see this title once the episode is posted, but today we'll be talking about motivation, being overwhelmed, family issues, being scared to start new things, comparing yourself to others, and adjusting to a new environment. So let's rock and roll. All of the topics from today's episode is brought to you by one of my listeners that reached out to me seeking advice. This listener in particular sent me a very long message that I got consent to talk about on the podcast and give advice regarding to. So I'm going to read the message that they sent me so we can all be on the same page of everything that we're talking about in the situation so we're not confused and I'm not talking too generally and we can kind of get to the nitty gritty specifically and also in general to help not only this person that reached out to me but to everyone else that may be listening that could be going through the same things. I'm going to begin reading the message I received now. I would like to feel more motivated to do current things and push forward in what I like doing, but something is always holding me back, probably anxiety. I get really overwhelmed sometimes and it makes it hard for me to move forward in things that I like to do. My family has caused me some damage without even realizing it and I have to pull myself together for them, especially my siblings. I feel as if I can't do current things, but I am coming to realize that I don't want to because I'm so afraid. I tend to be a very closed off person towards people and I would like to change that. As for self-esteem, I don't want to compare myself to anyone anymore. I want to have confidence in what I do and try not to be like the other people around me. Ever since I've moved schools, it's been hard for me to adjust to people here, almost as if I don't belong. I liked my other school and loved the people there, but no, I've pretty much fallen off with those people too. Obviously, that message covers kind of a lot of topics that we could talk about today, so let's get right into it. First, let's start off with motivation. This person says, as you heard previously, that they would like to feel more motivated to do current things and push forward and doing something that they like, but they feel like something's always holding them back, which could be anxiety. I do not know specifically what they're referring to and what they want to be motivated to do specifically. I don't know if it's a project or starting something on social media or I don't know what that could be. But what I can say from the information that I know is that I have had problems with motivation too because I was scared to do something. I'm assuming that they are needing motivation to do something that will involve other people seeing the project that they're working on. So that could be, for example, my podcast. I was really scared to start my podcast because I knew other people would be able to listen to it. But if I needed the motivation to like, for example, clean out my closet, I wouldn't be scared to do that because no one else would be seeing my closet, if that makes sense. I would say if you're feeling super anxious to do something and you really want to do it, but the only thing that's holding you back is fear and being anxious and just being really anxiety ridden, you have to realize that if you never do it, you're going to dwell on the fact that you never did it. There's been so many things in my life that I wish I would have done, but I never did because I was scared. And now I look back on it and I wish I would have just pushed that aside and did it anyways. If you feel super anxious and super scared, just know that those feelings are temporary. You're only going to be scared until you finally do it. And then there's nothing to be scared of anymore because you did it. So it's 
only that fear of starting and the fear of initial people finding out. But once they find out, there's really nothing to be scared of because they already know, if that makes sense. If it's something that you genuinely want to do and you know that five years from now, you're probably going to be looking back on yourself and being like, dang, I wish I would have done that because I really want to do that and I wonder where I would have gone. Then that's probably a sign that you should do it if you think that you're going to look back on it and be disappointed that you never did. I don't like living my life in regret. I don't like not taking chances. I do take a lot of chances because you only live one life and it's just like if you don't do it, then then what? All you can do is just think about it in your dreams or think about the what ifs. You only live once. If you're scared of people judging you, No matter what you do, someone is going to be judging you. I could literally walk out of my house, walk to my mailbox, get something out of my mailbox, and if someone was watching me, they'd probably be like, look at the way that she's walking, or look at what she's wearing, or look at the way she got the mail out of her mailbox. Like, people have something to say about literally everything. Everything. You could be minding your business and someone's still going to have something to say. So you might as well just do what you want to do because no matter what you do, you're still going to be judged by person A, person B, person C. You might as well. There's really no reason not to because person A, B, and C are going to judge you regardless of what you do, even if you're not doing anything. And also, other people's opinions don't even matter because one, it's an opinion, it's not a fact. And two, most of the people that are judging you don't even know you, so their opinion really has no validness to it at all because they don't know you, they don't know what you're going through, they don't know what your ultimate goal is, so it's just like they're kind of just talking just to be talking. I've noticed in this generation, people just like to hear themselves talk, so most of the time, they don't even mean what they're saying or they're just saying it to get a reaction. But I would say go for it. Life is so short, you only only get one and you don't want to look back and think about all the things that you could have done that you didn't because why not why not people aren't even going to remember anything that you did like I don't even remember some of the stuff that I did a month ago so do you really think other people are going to remember what you specifically were doing a month ago or what you planned on doing they're not they're not So you might as well just do it. There's really no reason not to. Don't let other people hold you back ever. Do not let them have the power, the satisfaction of holding you back from your dreams and your life goals at all because it's your life. They're going to continue doing what they're doing. So you should continue doing what you want to do as well. Next, this person says, as I previously said when I read the entire message, I get really overwhelmed sometimes and it makes it hard to move forward in the things I like to do. Then they go on to say, my family has caused me some damage without even realizing it and I have to pull myself together for them, especially my siblings. As far as getting really overwhelmed and it makes it hard for you to move forward in some of the things that you like to do, I completely understand that. If that whole overwhelming feeling especially stems from your family in a way, I get that too. Family can be really overwhelming. It's like you can have all of these goals and all of these things that you want to do and then your mom and dad are like, I need you to do the dishes, I need you to do the laundry, I need you to vacuum the floors, then mop them, then re-vacuum them, and then mop them again, and then steam them, and then put vinegar on them, and then bleach them. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's just like, especially with family, I feel like they have a lot that they're expecting from you. And it's kind of hard to make time for the stuff that you want to do as well as school, sports, clubs, whatever else you have going on and your family life. You have a job at home, you have chores at home, then you have work, which can relate to school. School is work. And then the stuff that you have to do. And it's just like, I feel like I don't have time to do anything. And it can be really overwhelming in the fact that sometimes your family doesn't understand that you have other stuff to do and they're expecting you to do all this stuff around the household and to get all of this stuff done. And it's just like, I don't even have time to do anything for myself, let alone extra things that I want to do for myself if that relates to starting something. But family is definitely super tough. 
it's always a really teetery, tottery, pitta-patta type trail with family. It just really depends on the family dynamic and some families are better than others with the dynamic and you can really go to them and talk to them and tell them how you're feeling and then other families are just like, I don't want to hear it, do it regardless, everyone's going through something, tough love. And it's just like, I don't really know what type of dynamic you're necessarily in, but what I can say is that for me, I just usually get done whatever my family's asking me to do and just try to get it done early. I'll even wake up early and just do all of my chores in advance in the morning because I pretty much know what my parents are going to ask me to do chore-wise. So I'll get up early in the morning, do all of my chores so I won't be bothered for the rest of the day. But if someone feels, you know, disrespected by their family or their family's being rude to them or talking to them or putting them down, being negative and that type of dynamic, first of all, I really sympathize with you and I feel really bad about that because that's definitely 100% awful and not fair to you at all. But what I will say is that you will get through it and you will come out strong. I know people hate when you kind of say, but this is going to make you stronger and you're going to come out so much stronger because yeah, that may be true, but that doesn't change the fact that I'm going through a lot right now and And I know I'm going to come out stronger, but this still sucks regardless. I completely understand that notion. I would just say being clear and concise with your concerns, with your questions, with your wants, with your needs, and really going to them and being like, hey, mom, hey, dad, hey, grandma, hey, aunt, guardian, uncle, whoever the case may be, and really just talking to them about it. Make sure it's not around other people. Make sure you're being calm and collected. And if it's the type of family dynamic where even if you're calm, collected, nice, cordial, and being very polite with your concerns and they're still blowing up on you, all I can say is that at least you know that you were doing everything that you need to do. You were being respectful. You were being the bigger person. And that is a them problem. And they have demons with inside themselves they have problems with inside themselves that you cannot help them with and just wish them the best because some people are just miserable and miserable people want other people to be miserable and they'll just take it out on you which is not fair at all and I also completely understand having to stay strong for your siblings especially if you're the older sibling because it's like you have to keep it together you have to stay cool come and collected be the role model be the person that they're looking up to and it's just kind of hard because you're going through your own stuff but you're also trying to be there for them and help them and help them grow and be a good influence for them to look up to Next, this person says, I feel as though I can't do current things, but I'm coming to realize that I don't want to because I'm so afraid. I feel like I already pretty much covered this in the first thing that we talked about, which was do not let other people scare you off from following your dreams. Do not let them have that power over you to stop you from doing what you want to do at all. Their opinions don't matter. People say stuff just to fit in. People say stuff just to get attention. It does not matter at all. especially when it's high school like you're not even going to know these people come the time you graduate come the time you go to the next grade like even freshman year freshman year there's people that I've talked to or were friends with freshman year people that were mean to me freshman year that I haven't even seen since then at all never seen them in school since then and it's just like why would I stop doing what I want to do because of this one person or this one group of people that a once I graduate I'm never going to see you guys again and b I barely even see you guys as it is. If people are really getting on you because of your dreams or your goals or judging you that hard because of something that you want to do, then they're miserable. They are miserable and they are not happy with themselves. So the best thing that you can do is be happy with yourself because then you have something that they don't have, which is being comfortable with yourself, being true to yourself, being genuine and being unapologetic. Next, this person said, I tend to be a very closed off person towards people and I would like to change that as well. Being closed off, I feel like this is a 
like I said, a pitta-patta, tricky type thing. I don't see the problem with being reserved, with being private. I feel like a lot of things should be private. And in social media, people feel the need to overshare a lot. Me being included. I definitely do overshare at times, but I'm definitely getting better at it. Staying quiet, reserved. I don't even want to say quiet, but staying reserved and kind of to yourself and private is, I don't see anything wrong with that. I feel like we need more of that because people really tell their business and other people's business a lot. If you're feeling closed off in the fact that you're standoffish and people come up to you and you're just like sitting there and looking at them, then I can see where you're coming from. But I feel like that comes from a place of anxiety, anxiousness, and just being shy. I was a super shy kid. I still am super shy now, but it was way worse when I was younger. Like I would literally would not talk to anyone unless they talked to me first. And even then I was super cold and closed off until I got comfortable with you. It took me a really long time to like warm up with people. The only way that you can get better with people is practice. You have to practice anything to be good at it. If you want to be good at basketball, you have to practice. You have to go shoot some shots. I'm not good with basketball terminology. I don't watch basketball. I don't play basketball, but you know what I mean. You just have to practice. So if you want to get better at communication, better at making friends, better at being more open, then you have to practice. You have to talk to people. High school is hard. It seems to get worse before it gets better, but not to damper the mood, but that's a whole nother thing. But basically just practicing and just talking to people, especially I find it the most easy to talk to people that aren't necessarily like well-known or popular, even though popularity is stupid, popularity is not real. But talking to, if you're in person school, talking to people that are kind of the people that don't really talk in class either, because then you guys are kind of on the same wavelength. Talking to people, making small conversation if you're in the same class. Hey, what did you get on the last test? And then starting conversation from there. Just starting conversation. And even on social media, people that you have on Snapchat from your school that you have a class with or have something in common with, just texting them and just talking about that. Like, hey, did you understand the Spanish homework? And then just keep the conversation going. Next, they said, as for self-esteem, I don't want to compare myself to anybody anymore. I want to have confidence in what I do and try not to be like everyone around me. This is a struggle and this is a hard one. Personally, I used to compare myself to people a lot, but then I just stopped caring. That's really my only secret. Um, There's nothing that I really did, nothing that I really realized. I just, in general, stopped caring because at the end of the day, I know that I'm me. Nothing about that's going to change. The only way that you can really bring your self-esteem up is doing things that make you feel good about yourself on top of acceptance. If I feel really good about myself when I have mascara on, then I'm going to put mascara on because I feel good about myself when I have it on. Or if I feel really good about myself when I have a certain hairstyle, then I'm probably going to wear that hairstyle more often because I feel good about myself myself. But things like if I don't like my nose structure, for example, and I like this person's nose structure better, you have to realize that you were put together in such an intricate way when it comes to biology and just your genes and stuff that the way other people look in some people's like structures and facial structure and body structure wouldn't even fit you because it's not you. It wouldn't even look right on you because that's not you. So instead of wanting all of these things that other people have, you have to accept what you already have because it was made for you. It was specifically for you. Like Kim Kardashian's nose on my face wouldn't even look right because I'm not Kim Kardashian. Not even that her nose is really her nose per se. I think she got a nose job, but still you get what I mean. Like, because that's not me and that's not what my nose was meant to look 
like. So just accepting the fact that you are who you are and accepting your insecurities or some things that you don't like about yourself. Once you accept that they're you and that that's just who you are, then you'll start to like it. I used to hate my nose and I used to hate how big my lips were, but now I do not have a problem with it at all because that's me and it's a part of me and it's something that no one else in this world has. I guess something that helps me not compare myself to other people is that knowing that no one else can compare with me. No one else can compare with me because I'm the only person that's me. So me comparing myself with other people is just setting myself up because why would I want to be anyone else when I could just be me? Be comfortable with yourself. Love yourself. And some things that help me become way more confident about myself and love myself more and really appreciate myself for who I am is one, staring in the mirror. This sounds really weird. One of my friends called me a narcissist one time because I told her I stare in the mirror at myself for hours on end, which is that narcissistic? I don't know, but it works for me. I like to stare at myself in the mirror and look at myself and talk to myself or dancing in the mirror, dancing in general, just doing things that make you happy and doing things that make you feel 100% your most authentic self things that you wouldn't even necessarily do in front of other people if you don't want to do them in front of other people. So like dancing in your room and doing the most crazy dances and looking like a fool even. Those are the times that just make me the most happy because that's the most of myself that I've ever been. Being comfortable with yourself, learning to be alone and make yourself happy. But I definitely recommend looking in the mirror, just looking at yourself, not even overanalyzing yourself, but accepting yourself and being like, I look good. Like, I like me. I like me because why wouldn't I? And just kind of saying things like that, faking it till you make it in a way. Once you say things, you start to believe it. So if you start to say to yourself, I'm so beautiful, I'm so pretty, I'm so worthy, I'm so this, I'm so that, I'm so intelligent, then you'll start to believe it. But if you keep putting yourself down saying, I'm so ugly, I hate myself, I hate my body, then obviously you're going to start believing it. You attract what you put out there. So if you're constantly putting out negativity, then all you're going to attract is negative emotions. So if all you put out there is positivity, then you'll start to attract positivity. If you start putting out love for yourself and just saying things in regards to loving yourself and positivity, then you will begin to love yourself. I promise. Next, this person says, ever since I've moved schools, it's been hard for me to adjust to people here, almost as if I don't belong. I liked my other school and loved the people there, but no, I've pretty much fallen off with the people there too. Oh boy, I've changed schools three times. That doesn't even seem like a lot. Maybe it's a lot. I mean, I know people who've gone to the same schools in the same district their whole life. That was not me. I went to my high school that I'm currently at now. I transferred the summer going into freshman year. So I moved to a whole new city 60 miles away from where I used to live in a whole complete different area and started freshman year knowing absolutely nobody and had the most boring summer of my life because I had no one to hang out with because I knew no one here. As far as making friends, obviously this is not COVID like inflated if you want to say that because when I transferred schools, COVID wasn't a thing. This was in 2018. How I made friends was doing a sport. I played tennis. I initially wanted to play volleyball because I did club volleyball for years, but volleyball teams can be kind of toxic and I just didn't want to be in that type of environment, especially around a bunch of people I didn't know. So I decided to play tennis because it's similar to volleyball and I knew the tennis team would be a lot smaller because tennis isn't a very popular sport, especially in high school. If you can, if you want to, if sports aren't your thing, then just scratch this off the list. But if you are interested in playing a sport, even if you've never played it before, I had never played tennis in my life and still joined the team. There was no cuts. Usually smaller sports don't even have cuts because they need all the people that they can get and they're willing to teach you. So join a sport. Also, joining clubs. Clubs met lots of friends and just even if you don't even make friends, just getting your face out there and just becoming familiar with people. Don't be a stranger. Try to become familiar and just go to all of the events you can go to and 
go to all the things that you can possibly be involved in and just become a familiar face because then it'll be more likely for people to come up to you if they've seen you before rather than than if they've never seen you in their life. Also in my electives, I made some of my best friends ever in my electives. I did photography. Like yes, I met friends in my core classes, but there's something about the environment of electives. Like it's already fun and everyone's kind of loose and hanging out because it's not really a class you need to pay attention to in. So everyone's kind of being their best version of themselves. So electives is also a really good way to make friends. But with COVID being around, I don't know how many events there's going to be at your school and how sports is going and everything's kind of closed off. So I can understand it could be really, really hard to make friends, especially in COVID times, especially if you're at a new school and it's online, because then it's just like, how can you make friends? Because most people in the Google Meets and stuff don't even talk. I would just say the easiest way to make friends is just either A, going places, but you have to talk. I know it can be really scary to like just talk to people they've never talked to before, but it's just like, what do you have to lose? Because either they're A, going to be nice and talk to you back or B, they're not. And then it's just like, okay, I don't need you in my life anyways. Are you really ever going to see them again? Probably not. So you really have nothing to lose. Even if they like clown me or just like standoffish, then it's just like, well, I'm never going to see you again. So did I really lose anything? No, I gained an experience. If you just have one friend at your new school, just one, just becoming friends with all of their mutual friends and then just kind of branches out like a spider web because once you meet their mutual friends, then you'll meet the mutual friends of their mutual friends and it'll just kind of branch out like that. As far as falling off with the people from your old school, when I moved and made my new friends or even when I moved in general, like obviously my friends from my old school and I start talking a lot less. At the time, I couldn't drive, so it's not like I could go see them and when you're not in town, it's just like there's really nothing for you guys to talk about other than the memories that you guys have together. And how many times can you really talk about, you know, the eighth grade dance? Not many. I mean, we all know what happened, if that makes sense. So I would just say just keep staying in touch. I love FaceTime. So just FaceTiming them and just understand that even if you guys don't talk every single day, that doesn't mean that you guys aren't friends anymore. Of the people from my old school, I talk to like once every three months, but we pick up right where we left off. So just understanding that it's not like you guys have beef. It's not like they don't like you anymore. Like sometimes there's just really not that much to talk about, but having those conversations once every month or once every two months are usually the best longest conversations because there's so much to catch up on. Just being yourself when you're making friends, just being authentically yourself, not being too nervous and just living in the moment. I mean, like I said, I just live my life with the motto, you only live once. I know that's so cliche, but it's so true. Like you really only live once. So you do have to take risks, uncomfortable situations. Like I'm scared to talk to this person, but if you don't, what do you gain? nothing. If you do, you gain a lot because either you gain a new friend or an experience. So that's why I just go for things. I hope all of this helped and I hope that the way that I was talking didn't seem too blunt or monotone. That's just honestly how I talk in general. And some people say I talk monotone. Some people say I'm too blunt or things like that. And I'm really not trying to be like that. That's genuinely just how I talk. And I'm just sorry if that came off the wrong way. That's not my intention at all. And I just really hope all of this helped. I really do. And it was just a conversation. It gave you some type of comfort knowing that I've been some of the same things. And I know so many other people have been through the same things. And just knowing that you are going to get through this. Just put yourself out there. I promise. I know it's scary, but once you just start doing it, it becomes normal. I hope this helps. I love you and I love everyone else who listened to this episode and hopefully got something from it. Just know if you need advice, DM me, preferably an audio message. I understand some people aren't comfortable with that and you don't want your voice to be on the podcast because you don't want someone to recognize you. I can put it through a voice changing generator thing to ensure that no one can recognize your voice or you can just send me a message and I'll read it on here and just kind of go through each part like I just did with this person. 
Unfortunately, that's all I have for today's episode of Sit Back and Chat. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you made it to the end, I really appreciate you giving my podcast a chance. I hope to see you tuning into my next episode and showing your everlasting support. Remember to be here each and every week for Tune In Tuesday and to tell your friends and family to check out the podcast as well. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at sitbackandchat.podcast. Also, be sure to check out all of the links in the episode's description box. Thank you so much for sitting back and chatting here with me today. And until next time, this has been Brooklyn B and have a wonderful rest of your day. 